you know, I was on Twitter this weekend and I read this tweet by Bishop Tobin, who's a mm. Catholic bishop. And he comes out and he says that he wants to remind all Catholics not to support or engage in any pride uh, and participate yes. in any pride uh, parades or anything uh, supporting the LGBTQ community because it's against Christian values and that it's harmful to children. And I, and I tweeted out that my Catholic children will be attending pride events as this Catholic will. And, you know, my faith always taught me what would Jesus do? Yes. And I know Jesus would be attending that pride parade. With pride. And I also, with pride. And I also know that um, God is love and Jesus is love yeah. and, and love is love. Yeah. And, and for a Catholic bishop to come out and say something like that, given the history of pedophilia in the Catholic mm -hmm. Church, given what the Catholic mm -hmm. Church has hidden about the abuse of children, some would say that being at a pride parade would be much safer for a child than it has been to be in a Catholic church for many years. Fuck out my way when you see me. I'm rolling with the LGBT. Fuck out my way when you see me. I'm rolling with the LGBT. I'm rolling with the LGBT. I'm rolling with the LGBT. Looking like we belong on TV. I'm rolling with the LGBT. We were like, what's the gayest thing we can do? Oh my God, be straight. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Brooklyn. For Pride this year, the gayest thing you can do is be straight. <laughs> I love the, that idea. Find your, I'm going to find myself a wife. <laughs> How queer is How that? How queer is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, God. Oh, hi, guys. Oh, we're just here enjoying a Cabernet with our friend Brett Ashley. Hello. It's so great to be back here. Mm -hmm. Welcome back. You actually had a cameo in our last episode when Marie referred to you as our field reporter That's because true. you were at the Lisa Loeb concert. I was at Lisa Loeb. And let me tell you, it was a very um, heartbreaking and emotional and gratifying Really? Sure to be, yeah. And that was just the lineup. And that was, that was just waiting to get in. <laughs> that was waiting in line where we could only purchase a drink and not bring it into the venue. So we had to chug our gla oh, $9 nice. glasses of wine. What was the venue? Was there a big uh, line? It was, like, it was at York University. No, there was no, there you guys. There were a lot of people there. there a, the place probably fit a thousand. <laughs> there were maybe 80 100. people. Okay. Was. I thought everyone would have showed up to hear her spill the tea on Elizabeth Hasselbeck oh, and Barbara's feud. There was no mention, which is infuriating huh. to me, but there was a lot of her, um, you know what? She's very self-aware and I really appreciated that. She knew that she was singing her children's songs mixed in with her crowd favorites and she pointed it out and she made us laugh about it. So that made it bearable. I thought about going, not buying a ticket, just going. Just going. And um, <laughs> just going and walking and in and seeing saying, if anyone asks you for an autograph. And saying, yeah, and yeah. saying, oh, I'm here to play my show and getting up on stage and singing Miss You or whatever. They would let you write in. Yeah. There was security so. was very low. Just as I thought. On that show. <laughs> she made me cry. Really? When did you cry? Well, I mean, I love, um, obviously, Stay, I Miss mm -hmm. You, but um, How is, like, my favorite. I think it was featured on an episode of Buffy once. Mm -hmm. How does a heartbeat? That song. Oh, 
Mm, well, crying, thanks. crying in the shower to that one. Well, thank you for your great reporting. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, it's it's full on Pride Month. It just never oh, lets up. Never, never lets up. And yeah. uh, oh, we have a Pride playlist. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Speaking of Lisa and Loeb in the and crying in the shower. Yeah. Um, we Marie and I collaborated on an official Pride Days of the View playlist yeah, that you can check out. A great list of. It's about, um, what would you say, like two or three days worth of music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Perfect I would for say that weekend. it's a few hours long. It'll last you the week. Start you can find Thursday it night. Yeah, you can find it on Spotify. Yes, and I will put a link in the episode. In the description of the episode so you can listen to it. It's a great mix of songs. You'll listen to it and you'll say to yourself, oh my God, that's so Kevin. <laughs> or, oh, my, oh God. my God, that's so Marie. Or like, oh my God, that's so gay by <laughs> Katy Perry. A song that is not on the playlist. Or Taylor not Swift's new song. Also oh. not on the playlist, but there are so many treats for your ears. Not a stinker on it. Not a single stinker. I went through multiple Pride playlists on the Spotify app and I, oh my God, you would not believe stinker after stinker <laughs> this <laughs> playlist certified fresh <laughs> this playlist will work for this year next year 10 years from now yeah, if you're gonna make one good decision this pride it's downloading this playlist <laughs> <laughs> and that's that on that next episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's uh, that. And that's, <laughs> you know what? As they say, and that's the tea. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, that's the tweet. <laughs> um, the View is full on celebrating pride. Mm-hmm. Sunny Hostin has taken the lead in the ally competition. Um, she's earned 10 points for Gryffindor mm-hmm. in her rant against the Catholic, Catholic church, church yeah. or I guess against the specifically the Bishop, but also against the church. Mm-hmm. She's winning the competition. Mm-hmm. The view is they, they have a beautiful <laughs> rainbow banner behind them. They're really celebrating. They really are. Brett and I are actually having, um, a straight pride celebration this weekend. Yeah, we are. Uh, the best ally we're having a uh we've taken all of our straight friends Mm -hmm. thrown them into a competition during pride whether they knew it or not we're gonna objectify (laughs) them uh (laughs) and we're subjecting them to a grueling competition um to prove who who is the best best ally (laughs) (laughs) so they will be competing in a vodka soda relay um they they're this outfit might be gay, but I'm not. Showing runway. their pride on the runway. Yeah. yeah. Runway. I'm not gay, but this outfit is yeah. is the category. Yeah. And uh, a couple other challenges. A couple other challenges. I, in case they're listening, I don't want to reveal. Yeah, we can't reveal too much. Advantage. But if you are part of the competition and you're listening, then you've already won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You already have a, a few more yeah. points. But, the code word, if you're, oh, listening, yeah, if you're listening, to, is. to send to Kevin or Brett is pantyhose. <laughs> Again, the code word for any ally in the competition listening is pantyhose. Text pantyhose to Kevin or Brett to receive additional ally points. It's so anyway, perfect. Anyway, continue. <laughs> and then we're going to crown. We're going to crown the best ally. Yeah, it's going to be... 
quite a ceremony. Um, so that's those are my pride plans. Same. Speaking of pride plans, what are <laughs> Abby's? Oh yeah, okay. So <laughs> Abby else? gave birth while, during like it was like literally the day after we recorded our last episode, so it feels like it was years ago. But Ali, Ali, <laughs> I've got Ally. allies on the mind. It's okay. She'll change it. Allies. <laughs> Abby, Abby gave birth to her twins. Their names are Ruby and William. Right. Um, And she is back online now because obviously she was like in recovery mode for a few days. But she tweeted a couple of days ago. After what feels like years of carrying babies in my belly, I'm starting to feel somewhat human again, minus the adult diapers, milk all over my clothes, and three hours of sleep a night. I would do it all over again, and that says a lot. And you may be thinking, what does this have to do with pride? But actually, my tweet after pride weekend is also minus the adult diapers milk all over my clothes and three hours of sleep a night i would do it all over again and that says a lot and also speaking of abby she for the first time ever acknowledged us oh yeah (laughs) it's like this is all brand new information to me because she finally um, noticed us on Twitter, because I—it's always been a it's mystery. Yeah, it's always been a mystery if Abby like was just uh, ignoring us, or, or just like fully. Yeah, unaware. and now we know she was yes ignoring yeah. us <laughs> um, because she uh, Sean made a video or uh-huh. someone else made a video of Abby dancing, and Sean put uh, Roman Holiday by Nicki by Minaj Nikki over top of it. And Josh, yeah. And that is, of all the things that we have done to try to get Abby's attention, that is the thing that she retweeted and wrote, nailed Nailed it. it. But I think it's because as a DJ, she like recognized the the sound mixing that it went into it and was like, wow, nailed it. Yeah. 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 The syncing of the music. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just weird, but like, we didn't get a follow. But That's fine. She, That's, it's good we enough. see each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she sees you. We're staring at each other from across the room, but we're not ready to go over and talk to one another yet. Yeah. There could be 99 Which other is people also in that room. Gay rights. <laughs> okay, well, I don't have a ton of view updates, but I do have a couple. Daily Mail updates mm-hmm. because I saw a couple great headlines about mm-hmm. the view on the Daily Mail recently that I'd like to share with everyone. Okay. The first one uh, it says exclusive Whoopi is chill because <laughs> she's not babysitting a petulant child. Fans praise the chemistry on the view when Megan and Joy call in sick as it's revealed that Goldberg is at her breaking point, keeping the peace between the two co-hosts. According to this article. <laughs> and that was all the headline. Yeah. That was all the headline. That was just a paragraph of a headline. Yeah. <laughs> Goldberg announced during the show's opening that both Behar and Megan McCain were ill, but will be back warning people not to start any rumors. 
which is why the Daily Mail decided to start this rumor. <laughs> Apparently, insiders have revealed that Whoopi is at her breaking point with Megan. She's been trying to hang in there, especially to keep the peace with her and Joy. But we all know she's about to break, a source told the AKA Daily Mail. who I've always said I think is behind it, the hair and makeup people. They know everything. They've been there the longest. Yeah. According to the hair and makeup people, <laughs> beyond McCain's on-air rants and spats with co-hosts, the source said she's even more difficult behind the scenes. The 34-year-old former host of Fox has reportedly developed a reputation for being nasty to certain producers, to the hair and makeup team. There it is. And she regularly complains about the show's executive producers to ABC bosses. I mean, it's true. Like when she was interviewing all those drag queens, she called out her hair and makeup artists. (laughs) Like they were, the queens were like, Oh, she was asking, how long does it take you to get ready? Like, how long does it take your makeup and everything? They were like, an hour, hour and a half. And she's like, well, it takes me two and a half hours uh-huh. to get ready for the view. And they're like, oh, what song do you listen to while you're getting ready? How do you get into the groove of the show? And oh she's my like, God. She's, and Megan goes, I would love to listen to music, hair and makeup. I would love, I wish we could listen to music, hair and makeup. Like, By the way, I feel, it takes me way longer to get ready for the view for whatever that is worth. <laughs> it takes me about two and a half hours to get ready for the show every day. Yeah, that's, that's it's standard. It takes forever. Do you anyway. like play music and everything? Everything and like vibe out. Yeah, what do you listen to? I would really like to. Thank you, hair and makeup people. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're here to start fights with hair and makeup. Okay. I would really like that. That is a great observation. She called him out. You're so onto something. Yeah. Yeah. Like substantial. In every like Daily Mail article about the view, there's always some weird tie-in to hair and makeup (laughs) where they'll be like They'll be like, so-and-so is so demanding. Like, and then they'll talk about all of these things and be like, the hair and makeup people are exhausted <laughs> working day and night. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like, it's They're a specific, the ones. Co- yeah. But I will say, like, it's very easy for the Daily Mail to just say, like, <laughs> it came it from the hair and makeup because that's, like, the very easy yeah. place to say. But... <laughs> I'm into this conspiracy theory <laughs> because when you think about it, when Jedediah Bila got fired yeah. in the Daily Mail, it said that she was nasty to the hair and makeup people. Or that time someone put that giant necklace on Megan that shot light all over her face. <laughs> and, then after, and then after the commercial break, it was gone. <laughs> She was yeah. wearing the infinity she stone. Was wearing, she was wearing yeah. a, a statement piece oh from Countess God. Luann's new collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was feeling Giovanni. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I love a conspiracy theory. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Also, the Daily Mail is generally full of shit. For <laughs> example, the amount of articles that are written that are like about Khloe Kardashian. Oh, yeah. It'll be like Khloe uh kardashian it'll just be like a picture of her walking down the street in a pair of jeans and it'll be like chloe kardashian flaunts her huge ass and (laughs) giant titties as she takes a slut walk down this street in a moment of shame or it's like yeah it's like someone wearing a normal bathing suit and they'll be like how like like fat ass (laughs) chloe like dares to look sexy for one moment of her life jennifer love you and has the audacity (laughs) to leave the house in a tank top and shirt shorts yeah yeah so this is what we're working with here in terms of facts 
say one time recently that they weren't full of shit was when they posted the article a few weeks ago where it was like Cara Delevingne. It was like lesbians, scissor sisters, Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson giggle like mad girls walking into their house carrying their new sex swing. And there was like eight different photographs from different angles of them carrying this like $600 leather sex bench. It wasn't a swing. It wasn't load bearing <laughs> into their just house. Just the bench. And just laughing, yeah. carrying it in. And that was the time that the Daily Mail got it right. When, what's a different, what's a sex bench? And why wasn't that a hot topic on yeah. The View? Let's talk about that. That might've been on the day when they couldn't get to the topics because they were all doing TED Talks, which we'll get to later. <laughs> Um, I did see another Art Daily Mail article about Megan, which is about Michael Wolf's new book mm. about Trump. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Megan is referenced in it. The headline says Trump was obsessed with Megan McCain's weight and nicknamed her Donut. Ugh. So, according to this article, so, we all know that uh, Trump is obsessed with John McCain and, and is a horrible. Uh, has, is horrible towards that family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says that after McCain died in August last year, uh, Megan sharply criticized the president. He became obsessed with her weight and gave her the nickname Donut. After McCain's death, Trump's hatred for him found an outlet in his daughter, who is a regular panelist on The View. Trump said, when she hears my name, she always looks like she's going to cry, like her father. Very, very tough family. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. He's so obsessed with the McCain's and he's like, he's been obsessed with the different view co-hosts at different times of his life that I would say at this point, the only thing we have in common with him is being obsessed with the view co-hosts. Yeah. It's a, we're in a dark timeline. Yeah. It is a dark time. But you know what? We have to keep it moving. Keep going. Keep going. Five, six, seven, eight. Like Fosse Verdon. <laughs> like Michelle Williams' next Oscar, even yeah. though it's a TV show. <laughs> well, I think Michelle Williams' Emmy and uh, Renee Zellweger's Oscar oh, for. Yeah. Um, what's it called? For Judy. Thank Judy. Yeah. This is her year. Yeah. This is the this is the Renee song. She's playing Judy. Yeah. What's she doing? What's Renee, what's Renee Judy doing? Judy Garland. She's playing Judy Garland in the biopic. She's going to win a fucking Oscar. And she's got that new yeah. show on Netflix. It is. Oh, yeah. What I'll if, say it again. The Renee song. She's songs. playing Judy Garland. Yes. You, you're, you I know seen what this? you're thinking, but you have to see the trailer and you'll be like, oh my Ooh. God. At what? Okay. Judy Garland's her life diary. Story. <laughs> And yeah. she looks phenomenal. Like, it's dead on. But here's the thing. Okay, and I was like, is she going to sing in it? Is it her, her real voice? And now, look, I did, back in the day, <laughs> Renee Zellweger is in one of my favorite films of all time, which is Empire Records. And in that movie. Really? Oh. Sorry. I thought you were going to say I was Bridget thinking, Jones. And I was like, we're about to have oh, a connection. And I no. was thinking, <laughs> when you said Empire Records, I was thinking Cadillac Records, where Very Beyonce different. plays Etta James. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very different movie. Empire Records is about, have you guys seen it? It's like a 90s classic. No, I know what it is. Okay, okay. It's a thing in the zeitgeist yeah, that absolutely. I just yeah, am aware Brett of. Liv talks Tyler, about all the Liv time. Liv Tyler. Yeah, I can quote the whole fight scene. Anyway, um, one time I tweeted, I feel like I've talked about this on this podcast before, but I tweeted out asking if 
Renee Zellweger actually sang her own lyrics in uh-huh. that song because I was like, is that her real voice? And then one of the actors from the film, I didn't hashtag anything, but his name's like Coyote Shiver, like the other guy in the movie who she sings with, found the tweet, no hashtags or anything. He must just search. Have Google alerts for Empire, yeah. Empire Records tweets so yeah. that he can respond to them and said, I can assure you that was her real voice. So girl can sing. Oh my God. You know what? I have always had like a weird thing against that movie. And I just remembered why. It's because when I was in university, me and my roommate were tr- trying to watch a DVD copy of um, of Lost and Delirious. Uh-oh. Great movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we couldn't watch it on his laptop because of a DVD of Empire Records was stuck in his <laughs> disk drive. Oh and I've God. had like a vendetta against it ever since. Oh my God. And also... Just so you guys know, Marie does have a copy. Well, of now it. I own a copy of Lost and Delirious that I can watch whenever I, I so choose. When I'm just feeling like I need a little more Misha Barton in my life, Piper Perabo. Which, yeah. by the way, like the next time we record this podcast, yeah. the Hills reboot will have happened. Yeah, it'll be existing. Oh my god, it'll be in the zeitgeist. Did you know will that? It? P- yeah, it'll be in the zeitgeist. Did you? Yeah, do you in know like that? Two weeks. Pamela yeah. Anderson's son is in it, and Pamela Anderson is also in it. What? In the Hills, New Beginnings. How did I not see this? Did you see the ads, the campaign they were doing where Misha Barton was auditioning cast members to be member, to be in the OC? Like how meta, like reverse, it's, I love it. That's why Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with it, but it's crazy. I was in the presence of Misha Barton a couple of weeks ago because she was doing press. She was on breakfast television. Unrelated to me, but yeah, she was <laughs> because she was in Toronto for the Vaughn Film Festival because she was what? getting the the independent. This isn't. It's something like the independent like spirit leader award what? or something. Yes. Yeah, 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 just something. <laughs> but before, like before coming to Toronto to do press, I was like, I wonder where she's at in her life and mentally, if like. Does she remember being in Lost and Delirious? Like, if someone was right. like, I love this movie you were in, would she even remember that time of her life? Yeah. But then when she was... She'd be like Rihanna. Well, when... yeah. <laughs> she was like, of course I remember you yeah. <laughs> from Bermuda. <laughs> um, no, but then when she was here, I was like, oh, she's fully there. She's like fully... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So she was like fully aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and of everything that's happened in her life and her career. And I was like, okay, let's go girls. Really? She's also really tall. Yeah. Well, We're, I mean, she was a model, right? But yeah. the, uh, that's surprising because I remember that whole thing where that interviewer went to her the, house. At the U-Haul into someone's yard. Yeah, she, yeah. she like lost it. She what? had that accent you, for a very long time. Can you elaborate? Well, she drove like a U-Haul through someone's fence. Yeah. And was like, uh, whoopsie. (laughs) And she did an interview about (laughs) it? Did I do that? (laughs) I don't know the reference. There was was, like a Daily Mail article about Misha Barton (laughs) maybe like three years ago. Oh. Yeah. The U-Haul. But like, I was like, oh, she totally remembers Lost and Lurious, um, Finding Tattoo, the movie that she did where she played a Russian girl who meets another girl at a tattoo concert. And here remember, we are. Remember? It wasn't that long ago that she got doxxed and she was on The View talking about oh, it. Yeah. And she was wearing a Cynthia, Cynthia Lee Fontaine wig. <laughs> what? And her cuckoo. Yeah, I just was brought showing. it back to yeah. The View. <laughs> My cuckoo. Uh, in keeping with the Pride theme, yeah. mm-hmm. you know who was on The View? 
Who? Who? RuPaul. RuPaul Was on The View? Look, I could be RuPaul in an interview. I know exactly what he says every time. You want to talk about the Wizard of Oz as a metaphor for life? We can do that. Do it. (laughs) You say drag... Uh, drag is, is, shouldn't be mainstream. Why do you say that? Drag isn't mainstream. Drag is, drag, drag is the opposite of mainstream. Drag (laughs) is the, (laughs) drag. But you know what? When you realize that you have been asleep in the field. The poppy fields. The the poppy fields. (laughs) And you have that moment where you see yourself asleep in the poppy fields and you say, I have to wake up and get to the wizard. (laughs) And then you realize it was in you all along. Yeah. You had it all along. But the ego doesn't want the you ego to doesn't have want that you to realization. Have that. No, 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 no. The ego is telling you, hey, stay in these poppy fields. Stay. Let's hang out. Let's hang out with the Tin Man. Let's hang out with the Scarecrow. You had them all along. Yes. <laughs> so this is what happened when Rue was on The View. Go ahead and ask him right quick. I was just told we have no time. Uh-oh. Can you just say sissy that walk for me? Just really quick. That was not my question. I love that song. I know. you. I, you, I was on your song. other show. Yes, and you, and you I, knew that's... I play it all the time. I love Thank it. You, you better so sissy much. that walk. Thank maybe. you so that's all that happened. It's Megan May Rue say sissy that walk. It's just like, it's like, I appreciate Megan being like so pro-gay. Yes. <laughs> but it reminded me of like, the girl, the straight girl at work who like thinks that she's like so progressive because and like goes friends. up to the black people and is like, can you say like this? Can you say like, yes. Or like it goes, like goes, you know, like goes, can up I to touch the gay your person. hair? Literally, yeah. yeah. And like yeah. goes up to the gay person and literally says like, can you say to see that walk? Yeah. It's just like a little bit cringe. So this is the thing that I'm sure other people that are, are like huge view fans are thinking this whole interview is like when, is when is Joy gonna ask about her infamous feud with RuPaul from like 1997? Oh right. So I'm watching like waiting, waiting, being like, uh, like I can't wait for this reunion because yeah. this is the first time that Ru has been on the show with Joy since. Yeah. He came on the show in like 2014 when Joy wasn't on the show. So this whole interview, I'm like, the point of this interview is to ask about this. Hey everyone, we're here with RuPaul, and you know when uh, you dogged my girl out saying Joy looked like I was, she was not butch. dogging her ass. I was just oh. telling it like I was just telling it like a ti is okay. But you miss, know, excuse me, you what? call me butch, oh, honey? Butch. But honey, but you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Must always remember when you say mean things to the co-host, they get to come back at you. That, is not, that was not a mean thing. I'm just stating facts. And she came on my show talking about. You look like a... Why is it that you look so great oh, you in know, a dress and I can't You know what? Tell. I take it back. The butch con- thing was a compliment. But the voice is not. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and, and look at Ms. Behar now, because that's glamorous. Well, you right? know what? I have to say, and when I saw her backstage, I have to say that they did femur up. I love the haircuts. Doesn't the hair look great? The hair looks the great. Hair. And uh, you're wearing nice, nice colors and stuff. But the slacks, you know... She looks fabulous. Do you to think me. that I'm going to take fashion advice from a drag queen? Well, honey, <laughs> my sister, you better take. Listen, Joy, you better take it from somebody. Okay. okay. You know, my, what? I'll leave it there because the audience will hate you instead of me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> And they didn't ask about it. It's I like was shocked. You thinking that, being like, I can't wait for Joy to confront him about this, is like everyone who doesn't watch The View, who who watches Drag Race 
thinking, I can't wait for Nina West to confront Megan about this <laughs> yeah. when they did their thing. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, I forget old, young, spry joy. Yeah. Well, you better take it from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> also, that was RuPaul in drag as RuPaul the drag queen. Yeah. Not RuPaul Charles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a difference. Yeah. And they're sassy and bitchy. And the truth is, RuPaul saying that, you know, her look is a little butch. Is sassy, but Joy yeah. just being like, "You're a bitch," is bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know that they both probably forget that this happened, but yeah. like it's a, yeah. it's like you know, I'm, I know people at the View know I, that this happened. I don't think that they yeah. forgot that that happened. Yeah. I feel like that's probably I, something yeah, that's lived on in a while. I don't know because like sometimes RuPaul's memory is like insanely specific, and yeah. sometimes it's like I can't remember a whole decade of my life. But it's like it's just mine. like same, yeah. It's like I know pop culture references, and I know yeah. things like I can reread scripts from shows, but like sometimes I forget. I remember it whole name. entire periods of my life, so I don't know if he he would remember. Yeah. And Joy might not remember seeing RuPaul as RuPaul Andre Charles being True. like, I had a fight with a woman. <laughs> I don't know who this is. But you I'm know? not going to take fashion advice from a yeah. drag queen. Oh wow. <laughs> Joy, Snap out of it. Times have changed. Yeah. So that happened. And because it's Pride Month, the view has decided to like uh, turn the party. They on... threw the first brick at Stonewall. <laughs> yeah. Joy yeah. Behar don't forget. threw the first brick. <laughs> um, so they've been doing these Facebook lives. And uh, one of them was uh monet exchange mm-hmm. adora delano mm-hmm. and delano and nina west being interviewed by megan mccain for a full hour on facebook mm-hmm. not so on television monet exchange nina west and adora all know what it's like to be us on twitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we all i watched it i felt like i was having a fever dream i loved it yeah. I enjoyed it. Was it was great. I enjoyed every minute of it. I was watching it. it at work and people kept calling me and like coming up and asking me questions and I was like acting like a freak. <laughs> I was like well, I watched slamming it my phone down. This morning hungover and I'm not going to lie, <laughs> I cried twice. Maybe it was the emotions. Maybe it's because it's Pride Month. But yeah. there were some great moments. And like what made you cry? Just talking about Pride. There was one like when they all defined what Pride meant for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liberty, love, yeah. and uh, activism. Yeah. I love that Adore showed up with some mascara and chapstick on. That's the thing about yeah. Adore, eh? Adore just does that. And, like, and Adore is such a star. Like, can Adore yeah. answer a question? Not really. Like, not, doesn't say anything yeah. amazing. But, like, I could just listen to Adore talk for so long. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and in her season, too, that was the whole thing. It was, like, you just have that star quality where yeah. people just want to watch you, mm-hmm. even though you don't always bring it. Well, because Megan McCain has evolved into like this super villain um, on the internet. Yeah. Um, even before this happened, the Queens were getting criticized. Um, and like, everyone was like, it's like, I think people had this like weird sense of what it was going to be. And they were like, I can't wait for Nina to go and like tell off Megan McCain. Megan apart. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, do you know how TV works? That's not going to be a, <laughs> you know that's not pre-approved. Works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, she drew a lot like uh, people are criticizing megan's um allyship because they're saying that because she is a republican and supports so many people that are uh damaging to gay people and trans people that she is shouldn't consider herself an ally and she she should be taking actions well like i think the biggest one now that people are like are talking about is like 
her husband like they're like saying that she can't she could like shouldn't have hosted that thing with the queens while her husband is like posting these anti-gay anti-drag queen articles on his website so like that's what people are really upset about now one of the things that like happened is that and i was like so shocked that she asked this question but in the interview she asked about how there's been a lot of criticism about um, drag queens doing events where they read children's stories yeah. to kids. And um, she asked the drag queens about that. And Nina West gave like a really amazing answer where she was like, like, we're not adult performers. Like you don't consider like, like there's lots of people that do like an R rated movie and then they're not labeled right. an yeah. adult performer organization called the Drag Queen Story Hour has sending drag queens to children's libraries uh, to read stories that encourage the exploration of gender fluidity mm-hmm. and it has been met with some criticism. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm someone who oh, has, you think, yeah. yeah, I'm Good someone thing. who's done a Drag Queen Story Hour. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of controversy as of late in um, Ohio in regards to this as well. Um, mostly with people who have actually no concept or idea of what they're talking about because they've never exposed themselves to the art of drag. Drag is, um, I feel like people want to define us as a sexual art form, Mm. um, which it is not. Um, Drag is an art of self-expression. And because because my sexual identity um, is what it is, it is not interchangeable with how I perform. And um, just like um, Whoopi Goldberg, who we all love and respect, who has, um, who has had a vast career and had, has done very uh, incredible things, uh, rated our films. She's also done Disney films, right? Mm-hmm. Her career has mm-hmm. spanned that, and, but we give her the allowance. And because people don't seem to want to understand what we do and who we are, we are automatically pigeonholed, and so they don't think we should be interacting with children. Drag, I have done these story hours. I've read many books to children, and these books are about celebrating your difference, celebrating wanting to wear a dress, Mm -hmm. or celebrating liking the color pink. It's not about anything more than that. And I feel like people who don't take the time to understand are putting things on it that they further don't comprehend, and Mm -hmm. then want to confuse the argument and then add sensationalism to it. Yeah, it's not like you're on all the time, 24-7. Like, you're not going to do anal in front of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> but my jaw dropped just the fact that Megan even asked that question because the whole criticism about that comes from her the website that her husband runs. And, like, so I never expected yeah. Megan to be like, That's- people are criticizing this because it's like, well... Your husband's Here criticizing this. Yeah. And he's hasn't like personally written the articles, but he's the founder of the website. And then someone tweeted, like, these are some of the same day headlines as the Megan interview with the drag queens. Um, no, it's not bigoted for lawmakers to ban child drag queens. Houston Library features convicted child molester reading trans books to children and mixing kids with drag queens sets gay rights back decades. Like those are articles on his, on his website, site? The Federalist? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, wow. And this is on the same day that Megan is having this interview and yeah. she's not just saying, not just like asking those questions, she's also saying like, yeah, like I totally I agree. agree with yeah. you. Yeah, like, she said if I had kids, yeah, yeah I would love a drag yeah. queen to read to them. Which is That's what makes me think that like, um, kind of like the whole Jedediah Bila thing, how like people put on these personas of being so conservative and like feeding into these things because they know it's like a money maker. It's business. It's yeah, business it's business. Move. Like, like 
I don't understand how she could be that way and for him to feel that way. And that's what makes me think that what he actually thinks isn't what's on the website. He just knows it's a business to sell these hateful ideas, which is so shitty and cowardly. And like, don't do that. She, with her words, like, seems like such a great ally. But when speaking about gay issues, Mm -hmm. but none of her actions, like seem to back it up so it just seems like it's lip service and i was kind of talking about this with a friend recently about like why is megan the one the only person that like brings up trans issues on the panel and they were like well i think it's actually just because she's a millennial and like millennials even like like, sarah kind of talked more about it than the other co-hosts too in her time and I guess Sarah that kind did of makes try. sense. Yeah, Sarah did as well. It's really strange, and I don't know what to make of it. And all of the criticisms against her are valid. Yeah, all the criticisms mm. are valid. And it is really weird and stupid and confusing. What Nina said after the appearance on Twitter, there's like a really, really long Twitter thread that you can read where she like explained her views and her opinions of it. <laughs> and those are also valid. Like, it's nice. She basically said it's like you rarely get the opportunity to go and have a conversation with someone who on paper kind of looks like they would have opposite Opposite, views, but you're able to connect about things and not yell and scream at each other and not have like a Twitter fight about things and just like talk and hear each other out. And that is nice. And it's also nice to have a a venue like The View, even if it was the Facebook Live (laughs) and not the show, where normally drag queens wouldn't or like previously drag queens wouldn't have been invited as guests Mm -hmm. so it is even though it feels like one step forward two steps back i think it is two steps forward trying to figure out your path on this confusing like thing dealing with megan mccain absolutely and like megan oh megan invited them back for her birthday oh yeah megan said on your birthday the great thing about the view is that you get to choose who the co-hosts are and she's Mm -hmm. invited them all october 26th yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like she personally says these things doesn't recognize that one of the most powerful ways that she could actually contribute positively would be to stop someone like her husband from right. publishing these articles that reach millions of people. Yeah. But like who her knows? Her voice could be used in such a huge way. Yeah. yeah. And who knows what goes on behind closed doors? Yeah. Absolutely. But it's like, it doesn't really do anything for us. It's like nature versus nurture. Like, in her heart, I do like I like Megan. Like I do believe she's a good yeah. person and an ally, but she was also brought up in such a way. It's like she's keeping those things alive. Yeah. The Think internet just wants to like write it off. Yeah. yeah. But there's yeah. like more there's more there's like meat there. to it. Yeah. yeah. Someone tweeted um at Megan, thank you for the advocacy and spotlight you put on the LGBT community today with your interview with the stars of Drag Race. Honest question, no shade. How do you reconcile supporting the GOP while they work against the LGBT community? Do you struggle? <gasps> yeah. Did you that's also that's my question. <laughs> that's yeah, it's literally yeah, that's yeah. the question. question. And you can't fix it with an Erica Jane appearance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a high ponytail. <laughs> The other like big pride event happening on The View is Joy Behar um, had surgery and is now wearing sunglasses. (laughs) 
I love those sunglasses. Yeah. Like, I literally f- have forgotten a time where she wasn't wearing those sunglasses. It it's, just, like, feels more natural for her. It, yeah, it's one of the greatest things to ever happen on The View. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would remember, but there was a time when Whoopi injured her back uh-huh. really badly. And in. <laughs> And she didn't take, like, months off of work. She still came to work. Um, but she sat in this chair that was a... Ro- like, they all sit on these, like, nice little stools. Right. Yeah. Whoopi came out on, like, this gigantic purple rolly chair. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was all of them sitting on stools, but then Whoopi sitting in this, like, office chair. <laughs> and it just looked so funny. That's, like, what's happening with Joy's sunglasses because no one else is wearing sunglasses. Um, but it's it's gay rights. And it is, it's yeah. Right. Joy Behar and sunglasses. And we it, finally have a seat at the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I could just make one plea to if there's anyone from The View listening, I would like to launch a campaign and <laughs> anyone who can help like tweet at The View, whatever we have huh. to do to make this happen, I would need a video of Joy Behar wearing her sunglasses thrusting her fist in the air and proclaiming gay rights yeah (laughs) i think that's doable i think so too (laughs) that's all i'm asking for and i need your support it's just fun to think she's hung over every day. That's what I think. <laughs> oh my when god, I see that's her. really funny. Like at brunch, like every yeah. reality show. Those, yeah. like I just picture Luann when she's like, "Be cool, <laughs> don't be all uncool." <laughs> I also saw they they did like a joke one day where they all came out wearing sunglasses yeah. Yeah. as like to do like a funny bit. Great, but <laughs> great. <laughs> there's this column there's this writer on jezebel Uh and every week she writes like a paragraph about how she hates megan mccain um it's making a decent she doesn't like it doesn't like you know she it's called like the week in megan mccain it's like not it's whatever you know what you listen to what the one episode of deja the view where we did what's megan mad about before we canceled that segment and she (laughs) stole it it into a career yeah (laughs) no but she just it's just like a paragraph and she's just like i hate that bitch like it's basically that it's that's it's there's not much writing there feminism but like whatever you do use your platform and say whatever you want to say um but there's she someone else um on jezebel also wrote and got paid to write they just had a picture of megan mccain from that day when they all wore sunglasses Uh but it was only megan mccain and it was just like megan mccain needs to fire her her stylist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it li- just like, a person <laughs> who thought that Megan came out in, in sunglasses yeah, in earnest yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and was like I'm good enough that I can wear sunglasses for a whole episode of The View and this person saw it and was like those are fugly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like how much her Lolita sunglasses <laughs> That's like how that's how people are feeling about Megan McCain these days. Wow. <laughs> that's and that's exactly it. It's like everyone is taking everything so seriously that like, yeah, they literally saw that and were like, oh my god, she thinks that she's so hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like not to go back to qu- just quoting what RuPaul, RuPaul says on I his knew it. podcast. I knew you were gonna say that. But 
you gotta laugh at things sometimes yes. and not take everything so goddamn seriously. It's yeah. not all serious. <laughs> <laughs> There's another thing I want to talk about that happened a week ago, and it was this Friday episode of The View mm-hmm. that... Yeah just went so oh, far yeah. off the rails that I can't not talk about it because as it was happening, I was like sweating and sending links to everyone I knew being like, watch this. You were like live texting me your reactions to things as they were happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because they, what they're doing now is they're filming the two episodes, I think on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So the so Friday episode off. is yeah. no longer live. So the hot topics are actually getting like messier because they have time to like let them flesh it out and like the hot topic has to be something that's more about like what people are talking about this week Week. as opposed to like breaking news exactly it can't be something that happened last night because last night didn't exist so they did three (laughs) segments of supposed hot topics but they couldn't even get through one topic yeah and it evolved into each of the co-hosts interviewing each other and accusing each other of not being authentic to how they claim their political beliefs to their party yeah yeah Yeah. um so it started with the topic of whoopi asking well first of all it was whoopi anna joy sunny megan right one, two, yep. three, four, Whoopi five. Whoopi and a joy. Whoopi and a joy. And Sonny and Megan. <laughs> On, the teams were. Um, and she asked, she said, Joe Biden is like currently in the lead. Right. Yeah. Um, and she said, is this a sign that voters are looking for a centrist candidate? Do they think he's the most likely candidate? And Joy says she's confused by the term by far left. And she was like, uh-huh. what does that mean when people say far left? This is like how it popped off. Well, I'm a little confused about what, when they say they're too far to the left. Far to the left. It would be somebody like, for example, on the Hyde Amendment, where um, right now a lot of Democrats are in favor, are against the Hyde Amendment. Joe Biden. Tell them what that is. Hyde Amendment is prohibiting federal funds for playing, paying for abortions. Far to the left would be... Um, not want, willing to condemn. But we've had that, haven't we? You are far to the left. And I, I say that with respect. So, if, so for you, it's probably, it is to hard me, for you. It's, it's the cent- but for it's me, centrist. every candidate except Biden is too far to the left. So segment one, which is supposed to be probably, they probably had like a bunch of hot topics. Yeah, because I saw the thing flash on the bottom of like topics coming up. And then you up. saw it just erase. I saw erase. erase. Like a- and it, it also like it was like the men in black thing where they like press the button and your memories erased. It also did that to me and I was like I don't remember what I was supposed to hear about what later. Are we supposed to know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were supposed to get covering? to sex robot robots. <laughs> robots. Sex robots. We're supposed to get to sex robots. We'll never get there. So then it turns into debating that and then what Meg- Megan's like starts talking about abortion. So well, she's like they were like explain no. yeah. where you are. Like explain what you think you are. Because what is their policy that you object to? Oh my god, it would take Let's, an entire well, show. Well just give me two. I, I mean, health care for all, the, the Hyde Amendment that you're talking about, late-term abortion. Those are you know, oh, 70%, 70%, 70% tax rate. There's no such thing as late-term abortion. There is no such thing. 
It doesn't. Well, it, it's there very, is. No, there isn't because people do, you cannot do abortions after a certain amount of time unless there is but some a sort of danger. Right now. I know there is, but it's a debate that is. It's like the heart. Feel heartbeat. Feel heartbeat debate is also. All it's, I was timing asked was, is, is done. What is I understand, left? But I just wanted to clear that up because people keep saying late-term abortions, and it's not. A, it's not correct. And I every time that Twitter goes crazy about something Megan says and is like, why, like at ABC, why are you letting someone spread these lies on your show? It's like those people aren't seeing the other 30 seconds of the clip where Whoopi or Sunny are like, that's not real, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And they're always checking her. Like they're always fact checking her. But Twitter doesn't see that because they don't watch the view. I think when Sunny went slightly viral for talking with the Catholic Church, it was the first time that anyone realized that there's like someone other than Joy and Whoopi on the panel. Yeah. Like sticking up for things. Yeah. They go to commercial because they're running out of time uh-huh. in the segment. They come back. Well, because when they were going to commercial, Whoopi was like, but we're going to continue this conversation when we come back because I think it's important that we do that. Yeah. And it's like, I already was like, okay, those sex robot <laughs> topics have been thrown out the window. Yeah. yeah, we are running with this. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, coming up soon, Mindy Kaling. Yeah. And she looks beautiful walking in the backstage. You're like, she's not coming out for a while. We got some time. <laughs> <laughs> They come back, and so normally they would be like, okay, like, here's another topic. But no, it comes back, and the topic (laughs) is just, the topic is literally, Whoopi just throws her hands up, and Joy goes, I'm confused why you think I'm far left. (laughs) We're continuing this conversation when Megan says that she, that you're far left. It doesn't make me angry. No, no, what, what, but what? I don't understand it. She thinks I'm too far to the right. No, 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 forget about that. I don't, I believe that I'm a central, I'm a a central American, I was going to say. Centrist. As as one, I can assure you that you're not. I see myself as somebody who has, like, common sense. This whole thing is just so off the rails, and they just let it happen. It's like the producers just, in the teleprompter, it just said, go off, ladies. (laughs) Snap, queens. Keep it up. (laughs) And then they just go around the table being like, interviewing each other. Yeah. Explain to me why you think you're conservative. Which or like, why do you well, think so you're this way? The first I two segments were like Joy having to justify why she doesn't think that she's as left as Megan thinks that uh-huh. she is um, with other people chiming in. Segment three, they come back and they flip it back around on Megan. And they're like, Megan, what makes you a conservative? Why do you she goes, explain to me your conservative values and she says i'm not here to teach a professorial and they all go yes you are you just made us do that <laughs> whoopee whoopee snaps and is like you are you just made everyone else do, do that you have to do it Te- now it's time for your ted talk yes we were talking about how megan says that i'm very far left you are the most radical left person I've ever known. And I say that with love and respect because it's important. I find that a compliment. Good. Because, but I think it's important. When I leave my apartment in New York City, yeah. from the second I leave, I am inundated in every conceivable way a person can be, culturally, uh, in the news, just socially, when people yell things at me that aren't nice on the street, I am reminded that I am a conservative. But I believe I that guess, you and I agree on many of the things That's what I, I don't just understand. Said. We like, don't what, agree on what exactly? 
what, 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 what exactly are cons- what, how do you define conservative values? What what are those values? <laughs> well, I mean, no disrespect, I'm not here to teach a profes- professorial. No, but it's how they actually change small government, strong national defense. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely pro-life, pro-military. I believe that America is a shining beacon on top we're of the hill, like Ronald Reagan Everyone, said. Yeah. And their joy is like, we're all pro-America, we're all yeah. pro-military. And it's because Megan couldn't, like, on the fly, like, say her why she's yeah. a conservative, her only, like, next best place to go is attack the other conservative. Yeah. So she's like, well, actually, Anna, why yeah. are yeah. you a conservative? And Anna's like, well, I fled communism. And Megan goes, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't think you get it, yeah. Megan. I actually want to know why you're a conservative. I've never called myself a conservative. A I've called myself a Republican because I fled communism. I understand. Mm-hmm. Because I settled in Miami where I was represented by people like Lincoln Diaz Ballard, like Ileana Ross Leighton, mm-hmm. like Jeb Bush, but like I Mel Martinez. What, like what well, I'm, is no, it? I'm, I'm, but I'm responding to you because I am an old fashioned Republican. I am a free trader. I am pro-immigration. Mm-hmm. I am strong foreign policy. And uh, for me, social values does, are not embodied by a president who slept with a porn star and a Playboy bunny at the same time. And then Megan's like, don't make this about Trump. Not, but again, I wasn't talking about Trump. I was talking about philosophy and ideology and the, the ideology you hear too and the innate role of government. I'm not talking about Trump. We're talking about philosophical differences. And I think part of the problem when we have conversations like this is it automatically goes back to Trump and the lens in which you the, view the world through that Trump. Is the Republican and I don't, Party right but now. But I don't. But I yeah. th- She's like, don't. This isn't about Trump. And then she also tries to like coin the term McCain Republican by saying, "Well, oh, yeah. let me find common ground with you, Anna. Wouldn't you say you're yeah. a McCain Republican?" You're a small do you government, mind, then you don't. Do you mind if I you speak don't do for all you? Of this. So, is it values second? or ideology? Anna, uh, would you consider yourself a McCain Republican like I do? And I just think. Deep and delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A McCain Republican I'm a is McCain French after Republican. stealing the rights of gay people, you sit down and enjoy a delicious frozen pizza and juice box. Yeah. And one of those cakes that you can eat the whole thing to yourself if you really the want marble. to. Oh, the marble was always good. They used to give them away at KFC too. Yeah. That to I'm a me McCain is deep a McCain and delicious. <laughs> That's me when I say I'm not a conservative, but I'm a, a Republican. A Republican. <laughs> That's a great Halloween costume. I want to go as like a, a Megan McCain. McCain deep and delicious. Oh my god. That's a great drag queen name. Yeah. I'm trying to like tell the story of what happened on this day the best <laughs> as I can, but it's so chaotic and so and it's not like a hostile no, thing. No, 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 it was actually it pretty respectful. I, that's the I thing, thought. is like I didn't think it was chaotic at all. Yeah. It's it was chaotic kind of, because there were no where was the where well, was yeah. the No, it was chaotic because where it didn't are the hot topics. <laughs> yeah. It was chaotic because I didn't follow the normal like it did it wasn't it was unlike any view episode yeah i'm but, just saying you have to watch yes. it like and if you've never watched the view before this like is if a I, good place if to i start. had to show someone yeah. who the current panelists are i'd yeah. be like start with this episode mm-hmm. it's like on 
<laughs> um, it's like on Drag Race All Stars when the first challenge is a talent show. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, show us who you are. You are. Or it was like <laughs> yeah. the first episode of Untucked where like yes. they all say, here's where I'm mm-hmm. from. My family disowned yeah. me. Or they're like, I have a loving I'm a family. Republican. I'm a McCain Republican. Yeah. I fled communism. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. We learned about our ladies. Yeah. And then yeah. it just ends with a bumper to Mindy Kaling Mindy <laughs> being like, hey guys, I'm up <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out and does the most boring interview I've ever seen after Aww. after, after that, three I segments mean, yeah. of that's hard that. to follow up. Yeah, I love Mindy. Anyways, that's something you need to check out. It was gay rights. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, do you guys hear that? It sounds is that a like, McCain? Wait, <laughs> deep did you are you preheating your oven for a McCain <laughs> rising crust? Hot topic? McCain fresh cut crinkle fries? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I am. And it's also time for <laughs> Hot Topics. Okay, so Hot Topics in the teleprompter. Oh, it just says uh, Snap Lady. Oh my god. So what the, the first one I want to talk about is this topic that was about... Nikki Haley, who is a former UN ambassador, and she was a keynote speaker at an anti-abortion group, and she said um, some controversial stuff, which is that women are expected to support choice simply because they're women. That's just wrong. We all have to be true to ourselves and to others. Um, People on the left use the abortion debate to divide women and to promote conformity, and they do it uh, in the name of feminism, but that's not real feminism. I was paraphrasing a bit, <laughs> but she's saying that being pro-choice is actually anti-feminist. Right. And that was the topic. <laughs> and Whoopi was like, that's fucking dumb, yeah. first of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think we probably all agree that yeah. that's fucking yes. dumb. Yes. yes. Fucking dumb. <laughs> um, but Whoopi has been really good on abortion ac- uh, topics. <laughs> She's been good at being uh, like cutting through the BS and cutting through the like double speak and the weird spins that the conservatives are trying to put on things and just being like, that's not true. This is dumb. You can't say that taking choice away is better than giving people choice. The choice. She lays yeah. it out clearly for everyone. She went on a bit of a, a rant, but it was a good rant. But what are they going to do? They closed this last, say, this last clinic in, was it, uh, Missouri? Mm-hmm. I think they, say, they left it, it open, they right? may, It for may now. be. But so, so where do the women go when they need to have a vaginal check? Where do they go? They, Planned Parenthood is much more than an abortion clinic. Much, much more. They do many more things. So basically, you're saying, I'm getting rid of this so you can't have this conversation anymore. Because I'll tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. If a woman wants to do this, she's going to do it. Taking choice only means you're making it more dangerous. Now, again, I don't say that everybody has to believe. But I say, you you want to have choice? I don't want you with my coochie. You don't want me in yours either. And that's that <laughs> on that. And next. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tweet. Um, and so after they had this discussion on The View, um, Nikki Haley was watching, I guess. Uh-huh. And she ended up releasing this video on Twitter 
And she said, I'm not going to get in the gutter with Whoopi and just posted this video. Yeah. Um, the but the video is it, like... It was an edited it's video. It's a re-edit. Yeah, the video is edited by, I think, the same person who made the edit of Nancy Pelosi talking and making it seem like as if she was slurring her words. It's like, has the same energy. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you heard what Whoopi said on the topic. Yeah. And yes, she used the word coochie. Yeah. <laughs> and she got Get passionate and she yeah. got into it. And Get she over was, it. But she expressed herself very well. The, the concept of the video is like, this is a good way to have a yeah. discussion about abortion. And it plays Nikki Haley talking. As a pro-life female governor, I was blessed with a unique platform and I made every effort to use it appropriately. Not to lob attacks at people who disagreed with me. Not to diminish the other side, but to reframe the debate. To explain that being pro-life is not about being for or against women. It's about being for a baby's right to live, the most basic right there is. And then it's like, or you could talk about it like this. But I say, you want you want to have choice? I don't want you in my coochie. You don't want me in yours either. Hands up, super like, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like... Aggressive. And they, yeah, and they like clipped the co-hosts looking at Whoopi. They like used random clips Reaction of them faces. looking mad at Whoopi, yeah. which didn't happen. The power of editing people. Yeah, and then it's like... Which would you rather have? Yeah. It's like entirely propaganda crazy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just like not making a it was point. fake news. And yeah. it was produced by like <laughs> Nikki Haley's uh, anti-abortion advocacy group, yeah. I guess. And like that's, I can't believe that like people who are um, pro-lifers are like some of the propaganda that they yeah. put out is just so jarring it's over yes. the top and it's so far away from what their initial point is and what the actual topic is yeah and that's what Whoopi like laid out yeah for they everyone. like cut the video to make her look like this like out of control rambling lunatic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then like to show the reaction from all the ladies yeah it's, that didn't uh, happen that didn't happen yeah looking down at their like looking yeah. down and upset my number and... one new enemy is Nikki Haley yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. And you Lou's know. coming after Nikki Haley. <laughs> and for my next topic, uh-huh. uh, Megan has a new number one enemy. Oh and her name is Deirdre Scaramucci. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On The View, I mean, it's Pride Month. So they talked about it's the Pride Real Housewives Month. of New York twice. Because that's gay rights. The first, <laughs> the first time they were talking about... Um, Bethany's recent outburst at Luann. Yeah. Because, well, Brett, what is the situation? Okay, so Bethany, so all the Real Housewives, they all feel like Luann is just living in her own world, doing her own thing, Mm -hmm. and just feeling Giovanni all the time. And doing cabaret. It's all about the cabaret. cabaret. And they feel that they've all given Luann so much and helped her out, helped her get into rehab, all this stuff, and Luann never pays it back. It's always the Luann show. Because she never asked about Dennis. She never asked about Dennis. So Whoopi was like, have you ever had to like yell at a friend, like (laughs) confront them like that? Um, And then the other topic that they did was about, I'm just going to mash them together, Mm -hmm. was about how Anthony Scaramucci's wife did a radio show recently. And she was talking about how much she wants to be 
on the Real Housewives of New York. Uh-huh. And there was like a page six article that claims that she's in talks to join. To do it. I, it says that they've been wanting new blood and have been striking out with new cast members. Yep, that's absolutely true. Look at Barbara. Uh, and then <laughs> they said that they would love to have her on. Uh, and it's part of a larger potential shakeup at the show with Tinsley being given the heave ho. What? While Luann wants a salary bump. Tinsley's Luann wants a few bumps, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Tinsley, Tinsley's finding her voice this season. They cannot cut Tinsley. Yeah, I don't believe that Tinsley's getting the heave ho no. because Tinsley of I'm I haven't been following this season as oh, closely as so I should, bad. but um uh, Tinsley is one of the newer housewives that has just fit in seamlessly that's, like that's of, of all the franchises. Stayed. Yeah, Absolutely. And she's like, now to me, she's in it. I think their cast yeah. is almost perfect right now, except for Babs. But that the whole thing was that she was going to be a housewife and then they did not give her the apple after shooting mm-hmm. because she didn't wasn't into it like you yeah. even watch in this in these episodes like all of a sudden she's like not hanging out with them and is not participating with the group because she probably was like oh what did i actually get myself into yeah these women are terrible so i love the idea of the mooch's wife joining because she seems like i thought it, i thought i saw i thought i was looking at sonia in that clip at first <laughs> and give me another sonia any day well i guess so this topic was kind of like is this what the mooch wanted all along was just mm-hmm. to be on reality TV? Cause he did celebrity yes, big, did brother big brother as well. Yeah. Anthony okay. would love for me to do the show. I think it'd be okay. Yes. I'd have a lot of fun. The, I just um, hope that my Trump affiliation, if I could be totally candid because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in Hollywood dislike the orange man. So right? I just hope, like my, everyone. hope my Trump affiliation doesn't like the Cheeto stains on my hands or not on your hands. Um, and Megan was like, I hate them. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want her on the show. They need yeah. to keep the cast Well, she the said same. literally what you just said. It was like, it's a perfect cast except perfect for Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. She said exactly that. And then also like Whoopi started laughing at her because she was like, I don't think people from reality TV should be doing politics. And like yeah. she, it the went completely over her head yeah. that Trump is from reality TV. But anyways, that ignited a new feud with Megan and, uh, Deirdre mm-hmm. Scaramucci's wife. Oh my god! Because Dawn. she tweeted the video of Megan saying how she shouldn't be on the show, and mm-hmm. then she wrote, "Thanks, Joy Behar, for being sweet. I guess Megan McCain thinks she got the job on The View by not being John McCain's daughter." Wow! Like saying that the only reason Deirdre would get this job is because she's the Mooch's wife. Well, duh. Duh. Of like, course, yeah. that's how these things work. Yes. So yeah, new feud there, but. We also but, got a, some old feud. Yeah, old oh. feud that came up in this topic first and was Sunny alluding to the fight on the beach between, between Bethany and her child. And her chi- her, yeah, and her yeah. kid. And then they elaborated on that when they were talking about the full Luann Bethany thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because Sunny was like, I've seen this side of Bethany before. On the beach. Like, on the yeah, beach. On when the she beach. yelled at my child. It's like, yeah, we've heard this story. Tale as old as time. And they time, were like, Sunny. no, what? you've never told this story. You've never told it. And Whoopi's like, she's told it a few times. What does Joy say? <laughs> Alert the Daily Mail. <laughs> Say it again. I don't know. They're telling me not to talk about it in my ear. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Was is because, Beth, is Bethany in your me? ear? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I've seen that kind of behavior when Bethany yelled at my child on the beach. Yeah. 
See, they didn't know uh, that part. Bethany, Bethany yelled <laughs> at my child on the beach because she, it was in the middle of the day, and my child was about seven playing with other children at about two o'clock in the afternoon, and she said that her child was napping inside with the window open and that our children were being too loud on the beach. No so, skinny margaritas for you. <laughs> so what did she do? So then she went out there and yelled at the kid? And yelled at my child, and I went out there and stood in front of my child, and I yelled at her and told her that adults speak to adults. <laughs> and she knows I'm telling the truth. But I'm not sure if she has told the story no, on the No, I don't view. think yeah, fully. She, really? No, she, That's how I know it. She references it. She references hating Bethany yeah. because they had a fight about Puerto Rico. Right. Yeah. On Twitter. Whole, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think she told the story on the view after show. Oh, that wasn't oh, the view? Yeah. So I think it was the first time that she told the story like on, on live on TV. Live show on air. Yeah. Um, and producers. Even though she's ta- she's talked about it like a million times, like on other places yeah. and yeah. and we've talked about it a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think this may be the first time that she said it yeah. on The View. And even the producers were like, don't tell yeah, the story. Yeah, because she said again. they're saying in my ear, don't, don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why can't you talk I about it? I think that they don't want to have a whole like fight, fight with, with Bravo and Andy Cohen. Yeah. yeah. But that just seems like why why can't Sunny have her feud with Bethany when Megan has a feud with literally every, every day yeah. she's like yeah. pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also just thought though that it was funny that she was like, well, I've seen this side of Bethany before. Cause like <laughs> when you look at the actual clip of Bethany yelling at Luann, she's having like a she's full having a blown full breakdown, meltdown, panic yes, attack. Yes, fully hyperventilating. Dorinda says, "Don't have a heart attack," yes. but she means it. Like, yeah, she, she means like, literally, like she's literally. Gonna have a heart she's in a full blown panic attack, yeah. and so like to me, that was Sunny just finding another way of bringing it How up. How can she bring it up? I know, I know. I've it's seen so this true. side like, of her before. Oh, you've seen Bethany after her partner, her ex fiance died and then she like had to go she's in the her midst life. of a full panic attack <laughs> but the, yeah on she's, the beach bethany screamed. i would kill for footage of bethany yelling at children yeah she screamed <laughs> life beach. is not a cabaret at bethany's oh. son imagine <laughs> they were doing a full cab- performance of cabaret oh on the God. beach and bethany had to come out and yell <laughs> She should have been yelling encore. Um, oh my god, Giovanni! <laughs> That's all I have for hot topics. Look, those are some hot topics. Yeah, but there's something that we would like to do that Marie has mm-hmm. been begging to do for oh, a I'm long so time. I'm into this. Yeah, I'm so into this. literally years since at this the point. inception of this podcast. Yeah. Marie has been wanting to do this, so Marie <laughs> is finally getting to do it. What are we about to okay, do? Well. I have been begging for years for us to do a full ASMR episode of Deja the View. The, specifically the View Theater. The whole well, episode. The, view theater, the whole episode. The whole I episode. wanted. My Got ask you. was the whole episode. I'm oh, yes. I'm willing to meet you halfway here. And <laughs> the I am pleased to present to you our very first ASMR episode of the View Theater. Amazing. That's right. I'm so excited. Girl. <laughs> Giovanni. So, so before we get started. What uh-huh. scene will we be doing today? Well, 
for our inaugural ASMR episode slash maybe the only time we ever get to do it, I decided let's go with a bang. Yeah. It's a scene we've never done before. But maybe like the most popular theatrical uh, scene ever from The View. Probably the most well known. Yeah, it is the Rosie and Elizabeth split screen fight. Ugh. I always wanted to save this for the most possible special occasion. <laughs> and what's more special than this? Here is the ASMR version of Rosie and Elizabeth's split screen fight. The players are Rosie, played by me, Marie. <laughs> Elizabeth, played by Kevin. And then Joy and Sherry's parts where they're trying to get into the conversation. And also crowd sounds will be played by Brett. This is my toughest role to this- date. <laughs> Action. You just said our enemies in Iraq. Yes. Did Iraq attack us? No, I'm saying Al-Qaeda. Did Iraq attack us, Elizabeth? Iraq did not attack us, Rosie. Correct. We've been there before. I said our enemies, Al-Qaeda. Are you hearing that? I hear it, but where do you want to go? This is a political discussion. Don't interview each other. Just say what you mean. If you're playing a game, okay? If you're playing a game, and I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to throw to my wide receiver, wide right, okay? Do you do you do that? I'm going to do it in two seconds. What does that do for your enemy? Well, you know what, Elizabeth? It gives them time to plan. If the enemy are innocent civilians, I don't want to play that kind of football. <sighs> the enemy are not innocent. Iraq didn't attack us. Wait a minute. Don't yell at each other. Innocent civilians aren't the enemies. Please, let's have a conversation. You know why I don't want to do this, Joy? No, let me tell you why I don't want to do this. Let, let me do it. Because here's how it gets spun in the media. Rosie, big, fat, lesbian, loud Rosie, attacks innocent, pure, Christian, Elizabeth. And I'm not but doing it. But you don't it. have to. Let me do I'm it. I'm not doing it. I haven't heard that line. Listen, I think that's unfair. You should watch some of the shows, you know, that you don't watch. You accused me of watching all of those shows yesterday. I'm okay arguing with Elizabeth. You just says sensitive. When I'm hurt, I am when you are. Yeah. Every time you've been hurt. I reach out to you. Why are you hurt by me? Why is this personal? There's a war going on out there. Wait a minute. It's not personal. This is why I like watching Dancing with the Stars. This is exactly why. I just don't understand why it's my fault if people spin words that you put out there or phrases that suggest things. I gave you an opportunity two days ago to clarify the statement that got you in trouble on those stations. I know. I did that as a friend. That got trouble as a friend you gave me the opportunity that was very then why don't you clarify that was that? very sweet of you what i was asking you you who actually knows me yes do you believe i think our troops are terrorists elizabeth i don't think yes or no i don't think do you believe that yes or excuse no excuse me let me speak you're gonna double speak it's yes or no i am not a double speaker and i don't suggest i don't put suggestions out there that lead people to think things 
Alicia Silverstone. What? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. No, because we have a lot more time. Well, we're talking about if you want to change the subject. No, but I was just opening. People were criticizing you for saying that because it suggested something okay. Oh, my God. So I said, look, take your opportunity now. You have a show right now. Tell the world what you think. I don't want to take my opportunity to tell the world. Why? I wanted to know what people like you, but you are my friend. Yeah. Since September. Yeah. Do you believe that I think our troops are terrorists and you would not even look me in the face, Elizabeth, and say, What are you talking no, about? No, Rosie. I can understand how people might have thought that. Why don't you take this opportunity like I'm sick? Because you are an adult and I'm so certainly... So are you. I'm not going to be the person for you to explain your thoughts. They're your thoughts. Defend your own insinuation. I defend my thoughts. Defend your own thoughts. Right. But every time I defend them, Elizabeth, it's poor little Elizabeth that I'm picking on. You know what? Poor little Elizabeth is not poor little Elizabeth. Okay. That's right. That's why I'm not going to fight with you anymore because it's absurd. So for three weeks, you can say all the Republican crap you want. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It's much easier to fight someone like Donald Trump, isn't it? Because he's obnoxious. I never fought him. He fought me. I told a fact about him. He didn't like the fact. I get out of this conversation. I was in the middle of this conversation. I gave you an opportunity to clarify. You didn't give me anything. You don't have to give me. I asked you a question. I asked you a question. And you wouldn't even answer it. You wouldn't even answer your own question. Oh, Elizabeth, I don't want... You know what? You wouldn't answer your own question. You really don't understand what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. (laughs) I understand what you're saying. Sherry and Joy, get up to leave. (laughs) Don't get up. Don't get up. I think it's sad. I think it's sad because... I don't understand how there can be such hurt feelings when all I did was say, look, why don't you tell everybody what you said? I did that as a friend. What you did was not defend me. (sighs) I asked you if you believe that I thought... You couldn't answer your own question. I don't believe that your suggestion was... Elizabeth, every day since September, I have told you I support the troops. I have done the same for you. you believed what the Republican pundits were saying. Did I say yes? You said nothing. And that's cowardly. No, no, no. Nothing, Elizabeth. No, no. Do not. Hurtful, hurtful. Do not call me a coward because, number one, I sit here every single day. So do I. Open my heart and tell people exactly So do I, Elizabeth. Do not call me a Silverstone will be out here to talk about being a vegan and 
how it can help your spiritual and mental health. We'll be right back after this. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I think we did well, that. <laughs> nailed it. In the words of Abby, <laughs> nailed it. I felt like that was really therapeutic, actually. Yeah. That was nice. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it was nice for everyone else. <laughs> I hope that the listeners got as much out of it as I personally did. I got a lot out of it. Thank you for uh, allowing me finally to have that <laughs> moment. That moment. A moment like this. Yeah. Any final reflections on the view pride before we go? Me neither. <laughs> so have a great day, everyone. Uh, make sure you leave us a rating right on Apple. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, so crazy guys. I hope you haven't forgotten. Random idea. <laughs> Why don't you go leave us a rating and review on Apple. Even if you're listening on Spotify or whatever weird app I haven't even heard of that you listen to your podcast on. Um, I would love if you would go and leave us a rating and review and give us a follow on twitter at deja the view pod our social media intern is working very hard around the clock (laughs) he works working right now the only person in show business who works harder than the daily mail reporters is our social media yeah they're gonna say lisa right now (laughs) (laughs) they're both working for school credit Um, so have a great day, everyone, and remember to take a little time to enjoy Big Fat Lesbian Rosie. Hit it, Abby. That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. G-O-P. Come join the hunt. G-O-P. G-O-P. We're bringing Huntsman.